Good morning, everybody. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie back at you with the Evil Chocolate Grab Bag. And what I'm doing today is more personal in nature than anything else. And what I want to talk about today is pretty much the people and things that have made me the person I am today. People that have inspired me, people that have, you know, set examples for me. Mainly these are going to be people that I saw on TV or, like, stuff like that at a very, very young age. Or people that have inspired me through, like, their books or things like that. But I'm going to cover these in kind of the order that I discovered them. We're going to kick things off with Ken Jennings. Um, for those of you who don't know, Ken Jennings was on Jeopardy in 2004, so that would have made me... About five the first time I saw him on TV. I think I turned six later that year. Either that or I'm sucking at math again, as usual. Something like that, though. But I think I was about five the first time I saw him on Jeopardy. And I used to watch Jeopardy every night. But the guy just blew me away. It seemed to me at the time like he knew everything. Everything there was to know. And I would watch him every night just to see what he would do. It amazed me. He kept winning and winning and winning it. Oh, my God. Just there, there are no words that I could use to adequately describe the way I felt about this man. He was a genius. At least that's what I thought at the time. I still think he's a genius. But it blew me away. I mean, think of that. A five-year-old sees somebody on TV that does that knows that much stuff. Of course, they're going to think they knew everything. Oh, sorry. That was my Apple Watch installing an update. But, I mean, just... I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. 75 Jeopardy games. He won 74 of them. Nobody has even come close the second highest, I think, is 33. But I watched him pretty much every game. And when they took their seasonal break and did, like, the Tournament of Champions and stuff, I'm like, are you kidding me? Give me back Ken Jennings. <laughs> when he lost that day, I was so stunned because Ken Jennings had become, like, a constant on the show. And I couldn't believe that he wasn't going to be there anymore. I don't think anybody believed that he wasn't going to be there anymore. And while we're on the subject of Jeopardy, I think I can throw Alex Trebek in here too. Because, well, he was the host of Jeopardy, so it, if Jeopardy hadn't been there, Ken Jennings wouldn't have been able to be on it. So let's just throw in Jeopardy as a whole. And what that what that inspired me to do was I wanted I just knew I wanted to be like that so I started learning and learning and learning and learning, and it inspired me to get on the academic team like the that's for those who don't know that's like a this quiz type thing. Somebody told me at first that it was like Jeopardy and then I'm like okay I'm in, and I was in until I graduated from high school. I miss it like crazy they. That's why I spend so much time on Quiz Party, for those of you who don't know. Is I love trivia. I want to learn as much as I can. And I miss that competition element for being on the quiz team. I've actually thought of taking the Jeopardy test. 
And I might, as soon as they get everything sorted out, I might take it. Just to see what happens. I mean, it's not like I couldn't take it again the next year if I didn't pass the first. So, yeah. That's that's what I've got to say about Ken Jennings and really Jeopardy as a whole. The next person I want to point a finger at here is Mary Pope Osborne. And I'm sure that name is pretty common to a good chunk of you. You know, wrote the Magic Treehouse books. Those were really what got me into reading. Because at first, I hated to read. I They would put a book in front of me, and I hated, I hated it. And I think a good chunk of that is because the books looked so big to me. At that young of an age, I was in like third, fourth grade. I could read, but I didn't like to read. And then... I actually remember it. The first Magic Treehouse book I ever read. It was book number 31. That's overall. That's not the way they... The renumbering that they've done and stuff in recent years. That's overall. The the thirty the book number 31 of the whole thing. There's, what, 61, 62, something like that now? I, I don't even know. I'm so far behind. But I read that through the NLS... Although I didn't know that at the time. The school had got me one of the NLS tape machines. And like some of the tapes and stuff like that. You guys remember those big tape machines with the weird buttons and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. But, and then I think a year or two later, somebody gave me one that they'd gotten out of like a Happy Meal or something like that. Because they used to come in Happy Meals all the time. And it was actually the first book in the series thankfully. So I didn't read them two out of order. Uh, yes, I did. I read 31 and then I jumped back to one. I jumped around for a while because of the books that I was actually getting. I think it was something along the lines of 31, 1, 9, 10, 4. And then I got to 2 and 3. And then I got 11 through 16. And then 17 through 24. Then 28 then 25 through 27, and then uh, 29 to 32, and then I just kind of dropped out for a while because I couldn't get access to any more. The, the library just didn't have them. Or if they did have them, I couldn't find them. I dropped out until Overdrive came into the picture. You see, I'm missing quite a few books here. So when Overdrive came into the picture and I was able to use my library card to, st to start checking out books, I did start checking out books and I checked out loads of books. And I found, I found most of them. So I, I did manage to catch up. I read 5 through 8 and then I read um, 33 all the way up to 47? Yeah, 47. It took me a while, but eventually, I don't remember where I tracked them down at, I got um, 48 through 55. And that's where I stand to this day. I, I'm behind six or seven books, and I've read the Super Edition, too. Um, NLS has that one. So I've read that one. But those, those books... 
I did not know at the time that I first started reading them just how much of the information in those books, like in the research books and stuff like that, that those kids were getting was accurate. But I've done some research now that I have a computer and can do it. I learned so much from those without knowing it. It blew me away just how much I'd actually learned. So I I love to read now. You'll always catch me with my nose in a book. I've actually had people like, will you just stop reading for five minutes? And I'm like, no, I will not stop reading. I, I am of the opinion that a book is about the best friend you could ever have. Because the book isn't going to turn its back on you. So I, I always have books. Um, the next finger I want to point is at Steve Jobs. Yeah, I know. Some of you saw this coming from, from a mile away. But hear me out, okay? I didn't discover technology until 2011. I got my first iPhone. I got independence put straight into my hands. But I didn't really take an interest in Apple itself until 2016. I just used the products and really didn't care about the meanings behind them. I was just, hey, I can do these things now that everybody else had to do for me before. I don't care how I can do them. But in 2016, me and a friend did something rather stupid that I'm not going to go into details about here because everybody that's listening probably already knows about it. But in order to do that, I had to do quite a bit of research. And I had to learn quite a lot about Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs, despite having some obvious personality issues, had some good points, too. I mean, who else could have come up with that? Sure, let's give credit to Steve Wozniak. He did most of the work in the early days. But... I mean, think about it. Somebody who could start a business just like that? Who wouldn't draw inspiration from that? I'd do it myself if I thought I had the personality to do it. But I don't. So you're not going to see an evil chocolate business anytime soon. (laughs) But... Just, I mean, think about it. Somebody that had a vision of things being that simple, that easy to work with. And made it happen. Just, wow. I, I just don't have enough words to express what kind of... What kind of things that did to my brain, I guess. I want to do that. I want to be like that someday. I want I always tell people I want Tim Cook's job. Well, yeah, I do want Tim Cook's job. I want to be the person who can have all the ideas and see them get put into motion because I do have lots and lots of ideas that I think could be good. If I had a way to put them out there. And Steve Jobs had another thing that I just... 
I love it. Just the attitude of, if you don't like this, do something about it. Make it better. So that that's something that I like to live by. Like, you guys who have read my books, my second one where I wrote out all that information for people who had, you know, just lost their vision or just curious people who wanted to read it. That came to me because of me seeing people on TV like, oh, I don't know what if I'd do if I couldn't, oh, I don't know what I'd do if I couldn't see, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't be able to do anything. And they just acted like it was a fate worse than death and they'd be better off jumping in front of a moving car. And that made me furious. Absolutely furious. Just don't let me catch you acting like that. Sorry, ran over. <laughs> but I mean, just why? Why would people act like that? And I'm just like, I don't like that. And then this little voice in my head goes, well, then go do something about it. And so I did. I hit the keyboard. The book hasn't sold near as well as the other one, but I, I just don't know where to promote Last, but most definitely not least, you guys, my listeners. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be working so hard to branch out, to get on all the platforms that I could, to reach people who maybe don't know how to use YouTube, don't know how to use Twitch, anything like that. And I just, that that means a lot to me that you guys are listening and... I just, I don't know how to thank you guys enough. Unfortunately, I can't do what people, a lot of people would do and, you know, hold these contests and giveaways and give you guys prizes. I mean, I've given, I've given some of you guys books. I've given you promo codes, but I have those to give away. I have those to pass around. I can't financially, you know, give prizes and that kind of thing because well I mean I don't want to seem like a complainer at all but you know how employers are most of them are so narrow minded they they don't want anything to do with us just because we can't look at a computer screen or look at a printed piece of paper or drive a car or any of that stuff. They don't want to acknowledge the fact that we might actually be useful. And so I'm relying on my creative content. That That's pretty much what I've got right now. So unless what, unless what I give you costs like five cents, I mean, I can't, I can't really do it. Yet, I hope to be able to someday, but that day hasn't come yet. Because I know how I feel when I win something from someone else's giveaway. I just... And I'd like to be able to give back to them. But, like I said, you guys... I do this for you. Yeah, I have fun out of it. But it's also a lot of hard work. And you guys make that hard work worthwhile. 
Now, I know what some people might be thinking. You sit in front of a microphone. That's not hard work. Believe it or not, yeah, the the hard work comes in at the planning stages, at knowing what I'm going to do, at dealing with problems in the chat when they arise. Because you really have to think of what's the what's the best punishment for this individual if they're causing problems you you have to keep a constant eye out my mods that i have appointed if you're listening to this i thank you for helping me i really really appreciate it and i appreciate all of you who take the time to listen to this and I'm gonna make myself cry if I don't stop and you don't want that all over your podcast I, I'm sure I know some I know some people out there don't like me I know that what I've considered a joke in the past has gone too far and has made me look like a jerk sometimes I understand that and I don't know what else I can possibly do. But those of you who stick with me, who give me a second chance, who realize that I'm not a complete idiot, I I just that that means a lot to me, it does. Okay, that's enough of me going on like an idiot. I just wanted to let you guys see a little bit of me as a person and why I enjoy the things that I care about. What turned me into the kind of person I am. Always looking for random facts. Always reading. As for my as for my musical inspirations, though, you'll notice I left that out. There are way, way, way too many people to list there. And I promised you guys no two and a half hour long podcasts. And that's pretty much what you'd get if I went into my musical inspirations. Because I, I do love music. I like to sing. I might not be very good at it. I have some instruments that I'd love to be able to learn to play. But I just I haven't had the time except for this year. And then I haven't really had the motivation this year. This this has been a crazy year. So yeah. Maybe next year. I'd, they're just... Yeah. You you guys have seen what kind of crap I've dealt with this year. Trying to trying to finish up school, trying to get my degree. Um working on my streaming and trying to make sure that I give you guys the best experience I can. But thank you for listening to this whole rant and insanity. Um, if you want to get a hold of me or participate in anything I do, um, if you search for me on Skype under the Evil Chocolate Cookie, my Twitter and Instagram are at EvilCookies98. My playroom is the Evil Chocolate Cookie, as is my RS Games, if you want to find me there. Um, my email address that you guys can have is TheEvilChocolateCookie at gmail.com. And why don't I 
um, toss in my subreddit. I was going to completely abandon Reddit after some stuff that I witnessed, but I have found some other uses for it. And some people say they do use it extensively, so here. If you go and look for a subreddit, look for evil chocolate content, because that's just, I couldn't come up with a better name. And come on in. You are more than welcome. Just behave. It's kind of an anything goes type of place you can talk about. You can talk about my streams. You can give me feedback. You can talk amongst yourselves. Um, I do have a Discord server, but obviously I can't blurt out a Discord link here in this podcast because they're long and confusing and I don't have it on hand right now, but I do have that. Um, it, I think it's on my YouTube channel somewhere. If not, I'll tweet out a link to it here in a little bit. But that's available too. So I'm, I'm a pretty find, I'm a pretty easy to find person. Just look for me if you want to. If you don't, well, you don't have to. But other than that, thank you for listening. And bye for now.